Hey, it's the franchise from Talking Pop with the franchise and Biko. Just let you know, we have a storefront. It's teespring.com slash Talking Pop. We got shirts. We got tank tops for men, women, kids. We also got hoodies and sweatshirts. Um, we actually have coffee mugs and we have an iPhone case and a Samsung case with the Popstronaut logo on there. Also, we have stickers so you can put on your locker, on your laptop, wherever you want to put those stickers on there. So right now, if you go to teespring.com slash TalkingPop, and when you go to check out, use the promo code TalkPop and save $5 on your order. Support the podcast. As always, geek on and take care. Fanboys and fangirls, welcome to a special edition of Talking Pop with the Franchise and Biko. It's basically the podcast on all things pop culture. I am your host, the Franchise, and of course, join me is my co-host, my brother from the same mother, Biko. It's Monday. Yeah, it's Monday, and if you're living in the Illinois or the Northwest, the Midwest, and Northeast, you're probably seeing snow outside. Yeah, it's like pretty much snowing over here. And if you saw Twitter right now or Facebook, I just posted right on our page on Talk About with the Fine Speaker Facebook page. Um, we are going to dedicate two episodes to video game movies. Um, there was something that we were working on and kind of figured, like, for the first one, you know, I was going through, like, I like watching YouTube, YouTube videos and I follow Cinema Massacre. And they do, like, rental reviews, so they'll take, like, any old movies from, like, the 90s. And for, and since me and Beacon were talking about video game movies, all of a sudden it's like, they were talking about Super Mario Bros. movie. And that funny thing is, that movie came out in like 1993. And um, pretty much I was around. You know, I'm, I'm that old. Um, I actually went to go see it in theaters. So I actually begged my parents to take me to go see the movie. Um, they had the to- I remember having the marketing campaign behind it because it was like the first uh, video game licensed movie. I mean, yeah, there were some movies like in the early, like late 80s, um, early 90s, you know, The Last Starfire, War Games, Tron. But those were like games that were made specifically for films. Or they used video games as like a recruiting thing. Like Last Starfire was ba- like, they used like a space shooting game as a recruitment for this young kid. Same thing with uh, Matthew Brock was in War Games. They were using a game as a simulator for, you know, missile attacks. And Tron, of course, you know, that was, you know, it was done by the company developing video games and all that stuff back in the day. So, but this being like the first, you know, adaptation, it was like a big, there was a big marketing, you know, 7-Eleven had like these collector cups, 
Um, they had toys. I remember having the Mario Luigi toys, and um, they had like those sticker books. You know, where you buy like the sticker packs and you stick them in the uh, photo in the book album. I remember those back in the day. Um, there was a lot of hype, and the funny thing was, um, big shout out to Cinemasker for giving us the inspiration to do. Because I decided, oh, you want to talk about the movie and. So we go, you know what, let's do a commentary on it. We just got these brand new mics and we're using them right now to record. And um, just to show, you know, you know, I mean, we seen video game movies in the past. Like I said, the next episode is going to be dedicated more on other video game movies. And today's focus is going to be mostly on some Mario because that was one of the first games I played when I got the NES as a kid. Um, that was one of the first games I played and, you know, they had the Super Mario Bros. Super Show. So, guys, if you're lucky to get yourself a copy of Super Mario Brothers. Lucky I found this DVD like at a disc replay or like a secondhand store. Because pretty much now there is a Blu-ray out, but apparently it's only available in Europe and in Japan. I guess it's 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 region locked, so unless you have a PS4 or like a, a, a open region like Blu-ray player, you won't be able to play anywhere else. And if you're lucky enough to get a DVD, all heads off to you. So lucky for me, I was able to find it. So we're going to talk, we're going to have a bunch of trivia, so if you have your copy, like I said, this episode is pretty much a watch along with Super Mario Bros. movie, so we are going to be commenting, we're going to keep the movie to a low volume, you know, to avoid copyright infringement, all that stuff, so there's going to be key scenes that we are going to talk about, and we pull up some trivia and stuff that, you know, I was doing like research and stuff on this film, there's a lot of stuff behind the production, you know, the cast and everything, like directors, how they went through many rewrites, and apparently... Based on what I was seeing the rest of you from Cinemasker, they said there was actually a sequel comic. Because it was one of those films that actually had a post credit scene. Um, that was supposed to lead to a sequel, but due to the fact that this opened up before Jurassic Park, which Jurassic Park came out like around 93. So, of course, it was the whole theme of dinosaurs. And then Super Mario World what came out like a few weeks before the movie came out. So that's why they incorporated like the dinosaur-esque type of thing. Because they were trying to, you know, how to introduce like Koopa and all that stuff. So they use like the American version Koopa, the name Koopa. I think Koopa was more known in the West because in Japan it was Bowser, but here it was King Koopa. So, and of course you had, well, let's go ahead and get this movie going. So you're up for the speaker, ready for it? Any thoughts before we get started? Um, the fact that I haven't seen film in years, um, but I remember it being ridiculously cheesy. Even as even watching it as a kid, um, and we saw this pretty later after the fact, um, really because we were playing all the games all the time. So I think it just it made it seem more realistic. Their take on it, like if as bad and cheesy as it was, and what it was known for, um, I think I like how it. It still it still has its roots in, in pretty uh, I want to say standard standard studio effects as opposed to like like even the way they set the it's like and more stuff. practical yeah less it's, CG. It's, it really like people were still able to like yeah they have cheesy CGI with some of the stuff but it's not even it's it's still pretty practical it's definitely of the early nineties so you could just tell you could just. Like, it has that 90s feel that most 90s movies have when it's, like, an urban backdrop and it's, there's, like, a decay to it. Even in Super Mario, they can make it into some urban decay, even though it's 
some guy riding on a brick type of ground, jumping over turtles. And they capture that, and then they use actors who are pretty known for the most part in this movie. I mean, for an indie movie, for an indie movie that it seemed to be, and, and knowing that the video game craze was big in the mid '80s, going into even the early '90s with the console wars between the 16-bit wars, and so seeing Super Mario's brothers getting a fucking movie was just like holy shit. And then when you watch it, you're like, ah, oh, this is shit, but. It's, yeah, we were like, what, like two years old when this movie came out? Yeah. I was like... It was young, and then you got it on tape, and we watched it. I actually never got it on tape. You had the box. I just... I don't think I ever got it on VHS, because mm-hmm. I think the only thing was... You recorded it, and then got it in... I don't remember. I don't think I never had it on VHS, so this is the first time... Mm-hmm. And look, it was, well, like I said, it's one of those things that, you know, I was you able to find it. it. It's fine. You play it, yeah. So, well, let's get going. Let's get this started. So, here we go, guys. If you have the DVD track right now, go ahead. On a Monday morning. On a Monday morning. What a way to do it to kick off a Monday morning. So, here we go. I didn't play now. And here we go. Let's open up with the, uh, the Hollywood Pictures. If people don't realize, Hollywood Pictures was actually a small studio under the Walt Disney Corporation because you had, like, Miramax. You had all those other studios. Touchstone Pictures was another one that was under... Uh, under, look at this, you, you hear the familiar theme, the light motive. So it's by Light Motive Studios and the. Oh shit, even the camera tanked a bit. See how it's like moving? Yeah. It's so weird. Why is it doing that? I think it's just as old it's a DVD, that's how old it is. That it. Yeah, it's, it's the way it's, it's just shaking. And of course, uh, you had the narrator who's voiced by Dan. Now oh, you find yeah. out until later by Dan Cassianella, who's the voice of Homer Simpson. Look at the animation, dude. Look at this. That's like the shit that you would see on a computer. Like Bible games. Life was good. So basically, they're pretty much explaining about the dinosaurs and stuff. Because, like I said, Dinosaur Craze was, you know, had, like, the TV show Dinosaurs was around that time, and... And, of course, you know, the whole meteor thing. See, like, like the same with the Super Mario Bros., they try to do, like, almost, like, an alternate, like, how to introduce it, you know, like, an alternate reality, pretty much. Apparently, they're saying, like, dinosaurs are the ones that evolve into people. I find it weird that they. And then there you go. You get the Super Mario Bros. logo on there. Yeah, they use that like as an angle for like us versus them, and that New York would still not look like a dystopian field, or at least Brooklyn didn't in those times. But definitely, it just seemed like regular New York. Like it didn't have to do much. Because <laughs> um, I remember them talking, like hearing other podcasts, like with com- that comedians host, and they always talk about like them coming up in New York and then going to New York now it used to be like fucking scary and then now it's just like meh like uh, it's so it's too too like this New York doesn't have that edginess that it once had before and um I think it's you get to see those in movies like that captures it because when we went to New York well we went to fucking Manhattan so we went to like we did the tours Times Square thing so I guess I don't really Alice Sylvester, that dude, that's, that's crazy. That's, that guy that. does so, there's like so many scores for a lot of those films, like a lot of film scores. So that's kind of weird that they had him, like, you know. And then 
like the, these people that worked on this film, you know, I try, you know, I'm not, you know, this graduate or anything. Like now you got the, right now you got the guy, uh, now you got the, supposed to be Daisy's mother, here's walking around, just left the baby at the church right now, and it's in this weird capsule thing. <laughs> look at the egg, man. It's, look how it looks. It's just look the way they make it. So, like I said, the cast is like really. I mean, you had Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, they Dennis Hopper. They use the Hopper. same sewer that they use for Ninja Turtles. Like the sewer disc. Yeah. The funny thing was, like the like reading on this production, it's like there was like so many rewrites, and then like I said, so many directors that were tied on. Um, a lot of people were considered for like I think Tom Hanks was considered a part of Luigi. Um, Dustin Hoffman was considered for Mario. So there was a like it, there was a lot of casting, you know, opportunities. Oh, Hoffman would have been funny. But I guess due to scheduling and all that stuff, I kept getting shuffled around. So right now it's like, yeah, let me see. I put a lot of stuff on the leaf. So right now it's like, oh shoot. So now no, there she goes. Only saw her for a few minutes. Goodness, dude. Look, look at this scene, dude. Look at that. The egg cracking and everything. Watch me. That's crazy. So those are the directors, Rocky Morton and Annabelle Janky. Um, they were known for that video, Max Headroom. Are you serious? Yeah, so I found it out from yeah. This one we lied to be said. To direct this movie. They got the, this husband and wife team apparently, and apparently on set, you know, here we go. We're gonna shot to Fulton. Now we're gonna see a little bit of the, the murderers right now. You see the plungers. <laughs> That's kind of a nice thing. Oh, they're plumbers. You know, they give me the idea. Oh, they're plumbers. You know, that's what they were. Look at that, like, 90s, dude, really 90s. Like, I'm going to look to some of that. Bob Hoskins, though, man. Great yeah. actor, you know, who framed Roger Rabbit. Great British actor. But he keeps, like, that New York accent type. Like, he gives you that Brooklyn-style accent. I was, to me, like, yeah, John was all, yeah, of course, because remember, Mario was, like, the older brother. Luigi was the younger brother, so. Yeah, but Lucas Adams from New York. Like, that makes sense. That's some bridge, dude. Right now. Of course, Lucas all that time was doing like what stand up and he was doing some. He did some films early on before this film. <laughs> you can tell like Luigi's kind of like the conspiracy nut. The way they portrayed him in here. Of course, Mario's like yeah, he's the old Mario. He's the like the rational one. <laughs> I think this is um you're gonna go drive through New York right now. And of course, you know, I guess with the whole production and stuff, um, 
they got like I guess they got a lot of people got frustrated with the directors that to the point that you know the actors uh Leguizamo and Hoskins and Anderson interviews later on they were mostly drunk most of the time because they were so pissed off because they kept doing rewrites and stuff and funny thing is Bob Hoskins like he didn't know what project he signed on until his son like his kids and she's like that's who he was playing yeah show the Mario Brothers game and he's like oh that's what I I was playing so it's like. And then here you go. You got Scapelli, so that's like their big competitor, which we don't see much development with them. We don't see them too much, but supposedly that's like the Mario Bros. like rival because they got their own plumbing crew and stuff. And then here you go. We introduced to um, Daisy, who was portrayed. Let me see if I can pull up the name here. We actually got the cast list on here, so. There we go. Daisy was actually played by Samantha Mathis. I remember seeing her in other works. I just don't know where. Then you had uh, Fisher Stevens, who I've seen him in other films. He played he plays Ziggy Spike. We'll see him later on. I remember seeing Samantha Mathis somewhere. I gotta have to look up and see what her work she's done. Let's see if I can pull up her info here. Oh wow, she's in. She was in so many. Uh, she was in the recent show Billions. Hmm. She was in oh, Billions in Into the Dark. Oh look, here we go. Iggy and Spike. You got Fisher Stevens playing. Um, he's playing Iggy, and then you have um, Richard Edson who plays Spike. So they're basically like Koopa's cousins. But of course, you remember the two names. They're actually the Koopa kids. But here they made like the cousins. They're basically just henchmen. Like his henchmen, yeah. Koopa's bidding. They're just like bumbling side characters. Mm. Oh, they're going to down. I think the whole thing, all oh, they, they decided to make, you know. Daisy, and of course Daisy, the name Daisy is probably from, um, probably from, you know, if you play Super Mario Land on Game Boy, it was Princess Daisy, but they decided to make it, I kind of like the fact that, I like the call they made, like, Daisy being the love interest of, you know, of Luigi, which everyone, if you play the video games, it's like, oh, it's Mario and Peach, you know that, it's always been Mario and Peach, so it was kind of like a little bit of a change of pace, this is just me right and here we go, this is when Luigi and Daisy first meet. <laughs> and look at the guy call. Go get all your plumbers, get extra plumbers. <laughs> Bring every plumber you know. Everybody's got time water, three bucks. Oh, bottled water. Oh my god, bottled water was like what, brand new in the nineties that time? New York. But those bottled water, dude, that was like so new. Payphones, guys. Oh my god, it's been so long with payphones. It's like watching his films like, oh man, it's like a time capsule because it's like early 90s, 93. Um, I'm trying to remember what, I was 93, I was like 8 years old, so I was like in 3rd grade when this film came out.
And here she's like, what, like an archaeologist? I think she was working yeah. like at a university or something. That's hilarious, man. There you go, Mario trying to help him with being like the wingman. See the news article missing girls like they had that little thing about the missing girls in Brooklyn. <laughs> like the music, it's like that little upbeat like music. Look at that Brooklyn Bridge. Huh? Mario Bros. Look at the van. Mario Bros. Plumbing service. Brooklyn's finest. KL fine. Do you eat? <laughs> 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 That's hilarious as all. Do you eat? It's like, do you eat food? <laughs> See, look at it. You got Mario's girlfriend here. Mario has a girlfriend named, was it Daniela was her name? Um, and funny thing, yeah, it was Daniela. It's like you still don't understand, like, it's fucking movies trying to be, and it's not even trying to be anything, it's it's being itself, but then you don't know, it's like, if you're sitting there waiting for some, for like some shells to pop up, or to get thrown out, or like, Jumping over mushrooms or Goombas, like you're not seeing it. It's already been like maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes into the movie, and you don't, you still don't really know what. There's no record, there's no signs of them being like the same thing as their characters, other than the fact that they just reference their own names. Yeah, I there's mean, nothing, like, like you, I, you I could walk into the theater and come to a random movie and you think you're watching some like romantic comedy, and you're really not. I mean, apparently, like I said, this film was, it was pushed by Roland Joffe during the script meeting, and then, you know, he met, his, my he met um, Yamuchi, <laughs> son-in-law, he presented the script, I guess that initial draft of the script, he presented it to the studio, to Nintendo, 
Apparently, love Nintendo retained the merchandising rights to this film, so they had the merchandising rights, but it was like a creative partnership with Light Motive, so. But they did have, like, different screenwriters. <laughs> Apparently, like, the first screenplay was, was done by like, Oscar-winning screenwriter Barry Morrow. Apparently, his version was, apparently, his story follows the bros Mario and Luigi on a road trip to similar to Morrow's prior work on Rayman. So, that was the first one. Like, basically, according to this, Marvel said that the, screen, the original screenplay was pretty much like a Laurel Hardy-esque type of thing with Mario and Luigi. But then they brought in, like, you know, the other Mar- like other writers in to try to make it, like, almost like a Wizard of Oz thing, like, you know, into an alternate world and stuff. So, and of course, like I said, they... Dean, look at this. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Dean even offered Harold Ramis to direct this film. Even though Ramis was a, even though apparently, even though Ramis was a, he had to, he declined the opportunity, even though he was like a fan of the game, of the video games. So he had some knowledge of the video games, but he declined to do it. And I care states they tried different avenues. Apparently, and that's when Richard Jaffe's like the producer, and then he had to reach out to Rocky Moore and Annabelle Janky, who pretty much Jankel, who pretty much worked on Max Headroom to come direct it. And of course, you know, they were trying to get that tone because at that time, you had Batman. They were trying to go for that dark-esque type tone. Because you had, like, you know, like Batman, like the Tim Burton style of being dark. And, like, the Turtles, but the, the first Ninja Turtles movie, same thing. It was, like, pretty much dark and stuff. But, of course, like, they were trying... Supposedly, this is what the director said. They pretty much decided to design this film as, like, a prequel-esque type thing. They'll eventually lead to the video games. So this is pretty, pretty much like a prequel. This was the, they were trying to present this as like a prequel to the whole Marvels thing. And they're trying to establish these characters, you know. And then Parker Ben is the one that pretty much ended up writing the whole the story of screenplay. And yeah, I guess he helped come write the 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 sequel comic too as well. Oh, because they just kidnapped uh, Mario's girlfriend, Daniela. Talk about Capelli. And here we go, you got Daisy and Luigi walking through the source. Apparently, find out who like Capelli like sent his dudes to sabotage. I guess because they're at an archaeological dig, and you know Capelli wants to do like development and stuff. Because they're in part of charge of the construction outlet, so you can tell they're Daisy's worried because of, look at that. <laughs> look at the way the. Look at that makeshift dinosaur bones. Also a dinosaur. She's a dinosaur. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was, I don't know if she was park dinosaur, park human, I don't know. Well, supposedly she's like an evolution, like a human that evolved from a dinosaur, basically. But supposedly that's what it said in the beginning, that the dinosaurs evolved into humans in a different world. 
Here we go, the first catastrophe right now. <laughs> it's like, it's like the plumber wars. Scapelli. Scapelli, I'm kidding. <laughs> the minute they hear that. Like, <laughs> they the name, he's like, he's just like, Mario's just like. But they had the time to run all the way back to the apartment, and then run all the way back to the site, and that thing's still not flooded up. That thing's so fucking tense. Look, they're actually doing what they're known to do. Plumbers. But they never do that in the game. So that's why I say I'm thinking the way that like the rec- directors on the screenwriter was trying to do like a prequel, like you know, what they did before, you know. I think what happened was when people came to see this film. I mean, I was still a kid. Like, they made something out of nothing <laughs> because they literally just told them, "Hey, we have this popular video game. Make it into a movie." And plus, the only thing they had about the story was pretty much on the the manual for the game. It's the same thing as watching like Transformers and stuff. Like they they literally. They like made a, the merchandise before the movie. Like I know I've seen the actor who plays movie. Iggy. I think I've seen him play somewhere before, like Fisher Stevens. I think I've seen him in other films. I just don't can't picture him from where. I censor. <laughs> oh, look at the different tools. Just say, hey, we're plumbers. We uh, just show the tools of the trade, you know? We're gonna stop the leak. Oh, they're trying to like drain it. Boom. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> that explains like there you go guys that's your reference to the warp, the pipes you know the fuck he <laughs> just like that was no reason to drop a flashlight there I guess they're all wet but honestly, I don't know where they filmed the, these scenes, though. It looks like really, you know... I uh, know they filmed it. Let me see if I can pull up where they filmed Oh, yeah, the portal thing. Oh, okay. Well, that's... See, like, how do you... That was, like, that was really CG, so that's actually... At that time, you know, doing now today's standards, mm-hmm. it's so outdated. But, like, that time, you know, it was like, oh, CG, you know? And look at this. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Michael Keane were both approached to play Koopa. <laughs> Danny Vio was offered He was offered to play Mario But also direct as well But look at this It says here Dustin Hoffman That's what I was saying Dustin He actually was interested in And then Tom Hanks was considered for Luigi But of course he had already A few flop movies himself In the early, early, early 90s Before You know Forrest Gump Got him back up Oh, <laughs> he just went straight to the fucking portal to the Super Mario World, essentially. 
Yeah, it's easier to film the men in screenwrites and stuff. Hope you people are shooting to make it more comedic. Take the jump. It's like you went to a war pipe. But they're not pipes, they're just weird. Okay, so look what I was saying about the filming. It says here, like, he said that it's like eight-year-olds who play the game, and that's where the movie needed to be aimed. That's what Lucas Otto said himself. But he said the directors kept adding, like, new material and stuff. Wait, he said what? Supposedly, the whole thing was to make this appeal to kids. Well, yeah. But the directors had a different vision. They tried to make, like, this dark-esque, you know. Well, they tried to make it societally conscious. In relative to what... Oh, good. Dude, look at that meteor shot, dude. That was kind of cool with the glowing. Yeah, the whole, um... The whole corporate... Like, person. Mad Max style, like, Total Recall-type-esque world. Like, we're, we're gonna see right now. They're following... Yeah. Here we go. They're following. They're chasing them after them right now. Here we go. This was again introduced to the... Dino Haddon, I think that's what it was called. The, the, the upside-down of New York. Yeah, it was like Dino Haddon, yeah. Koopa Canyon. I guess it was supposed to be like the Mushroom Kingdom about to Koopa took over, I'm guessing. Koopa's crazy. You could tell it's like an alternate version of New York, basically. Blade Runner. Like Blade Runner, you're saying? It's exactly sounds like Blade Runner. Oh, Thwomp, you saw that? <laughs> the, the source this, of like Thwomp? This is Blade Runner. Just some, just some yeah, I saw that. Bullet Bills. Look at that. It's like all named after the... That's what everybody was doing. It's, it's all named true. after the... Back to the Future 2. Yeah. You saw that? It's all named, like, the names of the stores are named after, like, Mario, like, Mario characters. Hammer Brothers, saw that? Hammer Brothers shop. So it's a little callback to the to the characters, like the villains. Like the little enemies, the grunts, like, I would call them. That Koopa Troopas and all that stuff. I just keep screaming their fucking names, but... Look at the cars, dude. Look at how the cars were like Mad Max style. I mean, look at the the cops' uniforms. Got like little spikes and stuff. <laughs> Got like this. What the heck? It's like a fucking. Yeah, the look at that, dude. Look at the animatronics. Okay. Little dinosaurs like the rats. I'm guessing. <laughs> Some random dude just fell off like the. the, the he just like fell off like off the rails, man. Come on. I was a teenage mammal. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the Goombas. Goomba dude, that looked like that looked pretty badass. I'm like not like that was kind of cool, like or like amateur track style. That was actually kind of cool the way they made him look. Yeah, it looked like they had a good budget. It's just, it's just the way the story was like portrayed. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, this is when he's talking. to Koopa's talking. Now again, she's the Koopa, played by Dennis Hopper. You probably know him from some other films. And then you got Fiona Shaw, who plays uh his like his second in command or something. I forgot her name. What was her name in this film? Lena. What was her name? 
<laughs> the little twitch. And you see how Koopa right now, he's like, he's obsessed with like, you know, how the, 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 the human's world's all clean and stuff. Versus like the dino world. You can tell the cars were like electricity or it's something. It's like Magneto. You could tell, like, Koopa was, like, a, a germaphobe because he's wearing, like, this kind of, like... He soaked his hands in this weird thing. It's good. Here he goes, interaction with the Koopa cousins. Look at the suits they're wearing, too. It was, like, 90s-esque. They look like a Night of the Roxbury kid, except the other guy does. The one guy that actually does look like Chris Kattan a little bit. The other guy, not so much. I've never seen the other dude before, the one on the left. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was one of the valet, one of the parking attendants on uh, Ferris Bueller. Really? The dude on the left, yeah. Remember when they, him and his buddy, like, ride the. What's it, what car was that? Corvette or something? That was a Porsche. A Porsche, yeah. I still remember. Couple of Go Koopa coins. <laughs> there you go. I see the coins. I guess they were Koopa coins. I'm guessing. The hot dog, but it's like freaking little lizards. Well, they're all dinosaurs. They just—they're involved from dinosaurs. Yeah. They're like humans, but they're involved basically. No, lady. Get him! Look at the cattle prod. She's getting. They're getting mugged by some old lady with pearls. No, she wants the coins. Oh no! Yeah, I forgot. He got the meteorite. The Daisy's meteorite. What the heck? It's like a big... Oh, there, there goes the old lady. She got thrown into a car. Okay, that was like... To me, that was unnecessary right there. Poor guy. I know. It's like a random dude just gets like zapped and... First causes a traffic jam. But you notice the cars are running on electricity? Yeah. Because remember, fossil fuels? So it's all on cars. They don't want to use them off. No, because remember, there's no fossil fuels, remember? Get it? Because they're dinosaurs or human? Yeah. What are you... Oh, yeah, supposedly we get introduced to right now to oh, the rocket boots. Those look kind of cool. But we get introduced to this girl, which I didn't find out, like, her name was, like, Big Bertha. She's supposed to be the fish. Yeah, she's the big fish from Mars 3. That's what we don't find out, like, she's the, supposed to be the evolution of the, the big fish from Mario 3. If you guys remember that one level in Mario 3, like, the water level... She's the one that big fish that jumps up and tries to eat you. I just got the big ass rocket. If you guys are wondering, like you were hearing us so clearly and stuff, it's because we got like brand new mics. So this is the first time we're trying out these new mics. So hopefully it does work. It's actually picking up the sound pretty good. Oh, this is supposed to be Toad. I didn't find out later. This guy's supposed to be Toad. It's funny how like, his hair's got the little swirl, like almost like the mushroom almost. Anti Koopa song? I hate America. Oh, Flummers. No, he is. I'm just apprenticing. 
buddy just walked in right now. He's just got. <laughs> okay, so now we're getting. Okay, oh, see Daniela. And I find out with Daniela, I guess her character's name was Pauline, so she was supposed to be Pauline from the Donkey Kong. Because remember, that was the first like girlfriend that Mario had was the, was Pauline from the Donkey Kong series. I think it was brought up by Cinemaster. They brought it up saying that supposedly. Yeah, the police cars have like toes on them. It's fucking cool. Oh shit! Oh, they got like bungee cords. What's the stop of that? Remember, they want electricity. They don't want gas. So no, they... but it doesn't matter. Oh, they're going to processing right now. This is right now. They're going to the police brave. station right now. Oh, here we go. This is one of the thing that kind of like drove people away. Why they're going to Mario Brothers? To me, that was like, really? This is because the writer called the Mario Brothers? It's the last name of Mario. <laughs> and yo, supposedly those guys with the mask and everything? They're supposed to be the shy guys. The ones that are disinfecting them? This is the guys with those gas mask type things? They're supposed to be the shy guys. <laughs> yeah, supposedly, like, I guess they were like, like, Koopa's like a big germaphobe in here. Not only a germaphobe, they get sick. Oh, I see, the, they're saying the fungus yeah. is stuck in the city. The fungus unit. <laughs> it says welcome on the top of the gate. It says, like, welcome. <laughs> Jesus, shackle him for the... <laughs> for the mud shot. <gasps> Holy cow, look at the guns. They're like guns. They're just cameras. But look at that, what if we get lasers? It's fucking crazy. That is kind of creative, though. <laughs> look at the faces they're making. The shutter. <laughs> 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 totally and they're not even wearing. The, do you know it's also they're not even wearing the colors? Like he's. Well, they get him later on though. Yeah, but. He, but like I said, this is supposed to be like the prequel. Vice versa. The but it's what, like I said, this is supposed to be like a prequel. It doesn't That's matter. They couldn't even get that. Like he's wearing red. Luigi's wearing red. Mario's wearing green right now. Like this is the complete opposite of what they wear. Anyways, it's like they couldn't do the Power Rangers. Even the Power Rangers are that shit. But I think the the Power Rangers was like more like okay, that we know what Rangers they had to wear like matching colors, you know. Because my mother said, like I said, with Power Rangers they took all the fighting scenes from Toei. Right, but that doesn't matter. Like they could, it's like simple. But look at the Toad's hair, dude. That's actually kind of cool. You saw the Toad's hair, dude. Red. I mean, this is when Toad's like telling the story about the king and stuff, like a little side story. I was supposed to see Koopa turn the. The king into a bungus. <laughs> the cells look like the cell blocks look at the shelves at Costco. Oh, lawyer got one. Which they probably they didn't. They probably that's not even a jail. That has to be like a warehouse. They used. I apparently and that's they, what it said according yeah. to Wikipedia. Like they filmed it into a, like a warehouse. They use a warehouse. Because like you look said. at the office. There's yeah. no ceiling on it. It looks like a fucking. Yeah. And I'd say that it's just a warehouse like in North Carolina or something where they film most of the movie in. Yeah. Larry Lazard. Larry Lazard. Lazard kind of dactyl Cohen. <laughs> Cohen! See how he's like, you see how he's like constantly... But like, look at the hair, like Dennis Hopper's hair though. 
They even they, they modeled the hair like Max Headroom a little bit. Yeah, like the look. Because mm-hmm. remember, it was like the directors were the ones that worked in that video. But I try to make it like similar to like the, the, the T Rex, you know, the things in the back of the T Rex, supposedly. Kind of looks like Trump right there. <laughs> oh, see not. See the whole thing about this, like the meteorite piece. That's what the only thing. It's supposed to be the thing that's supposed to like, like connect the two dimensions. Because that meteor is supposed to be the original meteor that crashed land. <laughs> oh my god! Cattle prod. <laughs> President. <laughs> <laughs> spray, spray me, spray me, spray me. Purell, Purell, Purell. Did I lie? Eating some mistake. <laughs> oh yeah, that's when we get introduced to the devolution, the devo chamber, or the de-evolution trainer. Suppose this is the one thing to bring him back to, like. I've seen that guy before, too. The scientist? Cretaceous period, Jurassic Primordium. Look at the effects, though. Look at that. See how he knows his hands? But look at what he says it. T-Rex. But look at how his hands are like this, kind of like close together, like almost like a T-Rex type of thing. Because you can see how his hands are. Is he supposed to be locking like a T-Rex? Does it give you that idea? Goes up to like the enforcers almost. Here's harmonica. Oh my god, just the way they look. Oh, I forgot they push them. Oh, yeah, that's right, they push them in the thing. No, oh, there goes what? that guy. He like just what? Like ran Jurassic Where are the period? rest of the guards? There was one. Oh, you know, what's that slime that's on the ground? Apparently there was a deleted scene. Somebody discovered a deleted scene. And supposedly one of the scientists accidentally when they were doing like the testing and stuff, he got turned to slime. But I guess it was never shown in the final cut. And then look at that. 
You can tell this is like an old warehouse because of the way they're running and stuff. They, they said they filmed most of it in the warehouse. This is a big ass warehouse. Like little mushrooms. It's supposed to be like the the mushrooms. <gasps> the bomb. <laughs> Dude, those shoes look badass. The rocket boots. Oh, yeah, they, 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 you're right, dude. They, they, I kind of see... It's definitely a warehouse. But I kind of like the fact you do right, they're wearing contrasting colors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the flamethrower guns, what the heck? Luis was a Luigi. Check out the police station. Look at the cars, dude. It's like a little. Referencing a video game while being a video game movie. Yeah. Ooh, Chubby Meta. See how it's running off the top of the... It's like a bumper car. Yeah. As I was saying, it's, they're running electricity. That's why they get the bungee cord. It's like to give like a boost or something. <laughs> it's like a bulldozer thing, kind of ask thing on the ads to the cars. <laughs> you saw <laughs> this? Where's his authorized? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alien plumbers. <laughs> oh my god, the writing. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not digging, digging on uh, this shit. Like I'm they not. are aliens in that weird world. To them, they're aliens. Yeah. yeah. I said Rex when we were passing by that sign. Look at that early school GPS. I saw that as like early GPS. That's a tech look. I think this is where supposedly he got Hodgkins during the scene. In the chase scene. I think he got hurt in one of the scenes. You don't notice until later on in the film. I always want to close it. <laughs> I don't even know if there's a cop going to have a little. I was like, I downstairs, there's no way to go. Like, Mario Kart ever or something? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Fucking <laughs> flamethrowers, man. They don't even use guns. Just it's like flamethrowers. fire at you. I don't know if they're trying to be like the the, the enemies of the hot things. Remember that fire enemy from like Mario Bros. 3? Yeah. 
Oh, fire guy from like part two. Remember part two? That must have been the same thing they said when they were drinking. Glug, 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 glug. That was their like thing. Last exit the Cooper River. Kupahari Desert Tunnel. Danger Tunnel, not finished. Oh, power grid. See, that I was saying there was no brakes. I said I got the bungee thing. So everybody crashes all the time. Yeah. Gross. But look at that fungus though, how they were to make that. Looks like pantyhose. Like it legit probably is. Like you like tied up like lots of water that material. Yeah. I like a cool buzz in like a chamber or something. Hot tub, mud bath, I'm guessing. Supposedly here, Iggy and Spike were pretty much like idiots, basically. I think these guys were supposed to be like the comedic relief or something. Tell the other girls, the missing girls, because I guess since the game spike didn't know what she looked like. Now it's getting weird. <laughs> you being trapped in some weird other dimension didn't get you out. Her being a princess is more weird. Uh, it says lead creatures designer Patrick Tatopoulos was aware of computer Jurassic Park production, so he tried to, his best to sculpt like the characters and stuff. He said a lot of inspiration, like a lot of inspiration from Beetlejuice as well. Oh man! Yeah, this thing got like a three point nine. Like Ron Tomas gave us a three point nine out of ten. Uh. <laughs> Advance. 
Oh, it says the quality of the DVD release was widely derided for being non-anamorphic and only English Dolby Digital 5.1. That's why. DVD looks weird. The DVD release of this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to be an outer smugger or something, but apparently... But apparently that's... Apparently they were actually originally... Yeah, we'll all find out live, guys. Ignatius. <laughs> it's supposed to be Iggy, but I guess that's the name. Well, it, it's short for Ignatius. Wow, look at this. It says I don't know why he would be mad about getting smarter. No, but eventually, watch. We'll have to, like When we get past, he'll explain why they're actually... Spider great being smarter because what happened to them they'll explain what happens. He saw, look at this, she's wearing like the pink dress, almost like similar to like what Princess Toad still. Not really pink. Yeah, I didn't realize that was the Super Scope accessory for the Nintendo. The radar scope. <laughs> the dice are fun. <laughs> oh yeah, Yoshi. Oh yeah. This is actually really cool and puppet like animatronic. So it was like a three three four person team to control the Who's it gonna Like I said, dinosaur hype was around that time, like the 93. Man, the funny thing is, the movie came out like two weeks before Jurassic Park.
the clove is just that one. <laughs> well, you could tell Koopa got inspiration yeah. by the, you know, by Manhattan because you see like the two towers and stuff. And everything else. That was a good effect right there, the lizard thing. You can tell he's feeling the effects from when the Mario and Luigi tournament put him in the devolution thing chamber. There's Toad and the Goomba. Ah, oh, poor Yoshi. See how they got, you know, I think this is after, like, he got hurt, like, Hoshin got hurt on set. You see how they, they got, they're using uh, Luigi's jacket to cover his arm. See how they're using the jacket to cover his arm. They had him, he had, like... <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know what that thing was supposed to be. It's, it's like some weird car thing, yeah. So those people build those ro robot worms. Yeah. It looks like they're just driving the version of it. Now they just both fall. But you see, you can oh, tell, yeah. see, you see how they cover it up. Because he got injured on set. Of course, instead of waiting, you know. Especially when you're running, you wouldn't hold the jacket. Right yeah. Now. And then Luigi was very, uh, a very a big advocate for the LGBT. Q community in here. He's wearing a rainbow belt, yeah. and he tied it around the Iggy and uh, what's the other guy's name again? Spike. Spike. Ninety-three. Who's an advocate? Oh, you see her about the rock here. Scapelli. The city though, like the artwork, you can tell they took like oh, a shot of New York. This is strange, yeah, because like I said, Koopa was inspired by New York. Yeah. And now she's in the castle. But she... yeah, I think. Apparently, Frank Welker did the animal effects. Great voice actor, you know, who Frank Welker is on uh, where you're living under a rock. <laughs> He's Fred from Scooby-Doo. He's Megatron 
from Transformers. He's done so much voice work, animal voice work. A great actor, and, and he's still doing voice work now. He's still working. Look at the garbage truck. Eh? Yeah, supposedly like all the guys like in the masks are supposed to be like the shy guys pretty much. Why didn't he just... If they're Koopa's cousins, why don't they just come and do the fucking shot? Because they don't want to know they're working together. Like, it's like supposedly they're working together instead of, you know, them being like the prisoners. Yeah. They're working together with them. That's why they don't want them to think, oh... Koopa, like, they've been betrayed, you know? This <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, let's wave these guys off. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> nice little phrase right there. Love is a drug by the divinals. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Our ex-wives. They're wearing... Supposedly fit. They're wearing these weird suits. And supposedly they're wearing one, suit. Or those are more matches than the ones from Dumb and Dumber. They're definitely not as bright. But they're definitely there. It's strange. Oh, that song's on the... They're at the boom boom bar. Oh, the coat check. And look at it, it's their, their belts. <laughs> and the fucking water pulser. $2,000. Oh my god, look at the suits. Well, I mean, look at the dancing though, look at that. It's just creepy with the head shaking though. Huh, the plumbers? See, this is when they're... So she's like the bouncer. See, she's got the rock. <laughs> oh, okay, this is a charm of Mario. Yeah. Hey, man, you're right with <laughs> As you can tell, they filmed like some of these scenes probably out of sequence as well because uh, you'll see. I think they'll show it more when when he's wearing like the the new suits. Because people don't realize when they film movies, like they film out of sequence, they don't film them in order. That's why they always do like reshoots and stuff. <laughs> I was stopped the world by Charles and Eddie. Like a slow song. <laughs> <laughs> I think you and Spike are just like at the bar drinking. It's supposed to be a kids movie too. 
That's what I was saying. It was like, that's what Lucas Oil thought. But like, they buy him and Hoskins thought, you know, I thought this was supposed to be towards kids. But it's like, I, think about it. This movie's what? P- I think it was a PG 13 or something. So weird. So, yeah, this was supposed to be like almost like a kid's movie. But it's like, it was more. I think the way they did it, they wanted to make it more like that way the adults could enjoy it too, I think. <laughs> He's trying to get the thing off. <laughs> Even, <laughs> even his gloves match. They're yellow. What's the glo- to me, were the gloves really necessary? Well, they wore gloves. Oh, that is kind of true. I guess that's like the only time you're going to have to see him wear gloves, though. <clears throat> nope, nope. She's turning around. She's trying to find out where it's going on. My stone necklace that I just stole from that you guys stole from me after I stole from somebody else. All oh, this song. Walk the dinosaur. Remember this song? Walk the dinosaur. Dun, 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 dun. That little part of the '80s hasn't got head and faded off yet. That song wasn't the, the 80s? No. It had to be 90s. No, but the, the way this, the, the style look? of the music was. Yeah. No, the, just the way it sounds from the production. It's, it sounds very 80s. Mm-hmm. Very Phil Collins esque. Mm-hmm. I don't know, she's got the. Oh, she even went to the club. I remember that part. What the heck is that? What the hell? That's supposed to be like the worm they take with tequila? I'm guessing, dude. That's like... That's fucking weird. Everybody walked up the dinosaur. Don't laugh. She just like hits the coat check girl. What? She's helping him? <laughs> this makes no sense. I, I just th- stole a rock from you. The stompers? Pudgy buns. Aww. <laughs> he gave her a dance, dude. That was oh, really yeah, cool. that was nice, yeah. Dude, it looks cool. I like that. The rocket effect. But I still don't understand how... how, how yeah, well, I guess. It's like the stoppers get the... the, 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 the no, I don't I'm guessing it's how the Mario jump. I'm pissed, too. I'm going to help you now. Because I saw that this, this girl... What? Like... It's at the little bullet bills, I'm guessing. Did you see how that one looks? Yeah. That Goomba looks different. I think it's like, I think it's supposed to be like the Koopa Troopa. Yeah. Like the turtle ones? Well, they all don't de-evolve the same way. Yeah, when we're... But see how they, they all have like the flamethrower? And then the stompers get the stomp on the... Oh, yeah, here we go. Get the scene where supposedly, supposedly that's the king. 
You gotta turn the fungus. It's supposed to be like the toadstool, get it? There's a reference to the Mushroom Kingdom. Look at that tower, though. Python pizza. <laughs> He's only a pizza. <laughs> the weirdest toppings ever. So now we got Luigi and Mario going through the the tower. He touches it, he's out. This is where he got the outfits. There you go, guys. Here's your. But what? What? What is that? They look like work uniforms. But there you go. See how they're wearing the the colors now? It's a big ass elevator too. Yeah. That's gotta be a warehouse elevator. Yeah, but you see the outfits. They try to make them like you know. There you go. There's your yeah, little reference to the Mario colors. Yeah. Close enough reference. Yeah. Well, it's kind of... Because, like I said, this is like a prequel. So, it's like, you know, first they got the work as uniforms. And then eventually will lead to, like, them wearing the overalls. That's just... See, again, Spike, eventually they were, you know, they were, they weren't, like, they weren't agreeable with their cousin. That's why I'm thinking that's what happened was Koopa made them dumb. Make them loyal. He 
speak up a little mic. But now she's got her own agenda apparently. She's gonna do it on her own now. Oh yeah, this scene. See what he's trying to do. He's trying to pretty much uh, so they can move around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like how he has to go to each one. But now he's got they're all like, dancing. I think he's trying to make them like dance. Like, like twelve secret. feet tall too. They're so fucking big. I just don't know how the actors in those suits were. I think that <laughs> just the puppetry in that thing. Oh, yeah, here it comes to. Brought him pizza. With, like blizzards and shit on it. Oh, okay. It looks like liver or something. Give it a Yoshi, though. Aww. Aww. I gave it to Yoshi, bro. I looked hungry as hell. You can tell there, Leo was a little jealous. Oh, you know, Koopa's obsession with the princess. Oh yeah, the long tongue. The Yoshi tongue. Then he eats her. I don't know if he eats her, I think he just like roughs her up or then something. No. He, eats her. No? he, he tries her. to eat her. Oh he, he got stabbed. Her. He got stabbed. Who's eating her? But he got stabbed though. Yoshi got stabbed. Yeah, but he's cause he was trying to eat her leg. Cause he's saving Daisy, man. Come on. He's hungry, dude. <laughs> Look at the Goombas now. It's the stupidest scene ever. They're all just dancing in the elevator. Like, there's no fun. Like, now they're just dancing with each other. What? Only one of the Goombas notices. No, why? No, I think it's the one that opens the elevator. He's like, what the? hell? They did the caption with the subtitles, you guys to understand what they're saying. Military drills are smart enough for that. Hey, Toad. Oh, you brought like a place steamed vegetables and mashed potatoes. Cauliflower, everything. There you go, Andy. You're vegan. It was very nice.
Toad! Spigosaurus? <laughs> he got me vegetables. I have to help him before he burns. I think him Spike out. was like. I mean, I know Iggy was one of the Koopa kids. I think Spike was the one. The one uh, thing that you fought in the, the castle in part three. The fake, like, Koopa. Yeah. Saving. See, they, that's what I said. They've always been the supporter of the of the Mushroom Kingdom, but Koopa tournament too. Mm -hmm. Alright. Oh yeah, this is when she gets introduced to her. She has this like Devo chamber or something. <laughs> Your father. Look at that back All though. Right. <laughs> Let's see what fungus. Fight another day. Gross. Look at that, it's the You know what's funny? They're wearing the rocket boots, yet they can't, you know, use them. I guess they'll come all up or something. Supposedly this is supposed to be a... Them trying to do, like, the jump or something. What jump? <laughs> oh, it's like an air vet, right? Yeah. Oh shit, what the hell is that? It's like, it was like skipping. Tell them to try it, it looks like Mario. Just as you guys know, that's how old this DVD is. Like, Louis, Mario tried to jump and he fell, and I guess the fungus kind of helped him out. I should try over the Yankee. Oh, I see Luigi was caught, like, I guess his belt got caught on the hook or something. Oh. What is she? I still. She, she's got the thing stabbed, dude. He's still. It's still in? Yeah, like, see. Oh, soon. man, poor dude. Take it off, dude. Hey! You're good, bro. No, no bleeding either. You're good. What? That's how easy it was to take that off? And she couldn't just take it off in the first place? What was the whole point of that? She was in this thing the whole time with it. But my question is, how long was that chain? How long is that chain? That just that's what I'm saying. That's what, what throws me off. How long was that fuck? chain, though? But it took her two seconds. And she's been trapped with him this whole time. She couldn't just unleash it the first time around? Man. And who is a computer in the one room that has a picture of every single thing? With an intercom system. What? 
Well, I guess it makes sense in the crown room, but what? I remember those outfits were kind of cool, though. Yeah, all right. There's like work uniforms, basically, like overalls. Yeah. But I kind of like the colors, though. I mean, the costumes were kind of like. And why does he keep holding a gun to like the screen? Is that how he changes the channel? I guess that's how it is. That was like the channel changer. Everything's got. See how the pipes are all frozen. Look, he's wearing the he's wearing the rainbow belt over his jumpsuit. Cause that's how I had, that's how much of an African he is. John Luzamo? Yeah. <laughs> he wore it over a jumpsuit. Why would you need a like? <laughs> oh well, I guess I pulled his two belt, right? Yeah. That makes sense. That's their power belts, yeah. Wait. So she was she still using her? Ooh, Lena. Fucking up with miscommunication. Arrest her. Hi, Dad. <laughs> what the heck? This weird ass fungus. <laughs> 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 he forgot. Of course, she's not gonna know. No, he doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't remember her because he remember the, the date. Yeah. yeah. And the problem was, um, remember the missing Brooklyn girls? Was yeah. remember the, the newspaper articles from earlier? See how he's still keeping that walking pose, like the T Rex pose. <laughs> Dennis Hopper's delivery, though. Station closing. Oh, yeah, I forgot they don't know. Because remember... Well, they think that is little orders. No, but the order hasn't been relayed to the arrest her. Because they didn't get the communication yet. That. <laughs> She's like all steam and. Oh, no, oh, okay. They got her now. That guy really had a big role in this movie. He's been in a couple scenes. Which guy? The cop. Who's he from? I've seen him in other movies. 
I just don't remember. Um, like he's been in a couple of in, a couple of scenes in here. Hmm. See how they're, they're addressing the cold because you know. <laughs> See how they're addressing the cold because I've already turned the. Uh, yeah, different times. See, supposedly, yeah, supposedly uh, a fan found out, like, who's doing research and stuff. Supposedly her character was Danielle, uh, Pauline was, like, the middle name. So she's supposed to be, like, Pauline from, you know, the Donkey Kong. You fucking I'm an idiot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a random girl is like, oh, it's Mario. Girl. Who had to say something. Yeah. You see, in that scene, he still has had the cast. Like I said, they filmed this movie out of sequence, but I think in the later scenes, I think you'll see that he's got the cast, and they got the sleeve up. Yeah. She's no queen. <laughs> but she's alright. <laughs> oh, yeah, one of my favorite scenes when they ride the the pipes. The mattress. Hello, Koopa. Ah, I'm gonna look up this actor, this cop, because he said he was from, like, another... He was in other films. The fakest, like... Halloween costume cop uniforms I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah, look at his sleeve. It's made out of like this. It's the cheapest synthetic plastic they use. Oh, here we go. Look at his sleeve on his coat. Um, his name is Don Lake. I guess he was a Canadian actor. He was in the Bonnie Hunt show, Police Academy, Hot Shots, Dumb and Number Two. He was in Hot Shots? Mm hmm. Corner Gas in a movie. He also played some serious roles in Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Uh, along. Along with the voice of Stu Hobson's Utopia, wow. He's also known as Dr. Carl Whitehorn on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Dr. Carl who? Whitehorn. On the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Mm-hmm. When did he fucking come out in there? I don't know. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't remember an episode of a doctor like that. Hmm. Really? Yeah, sign the pipes. Yeah, sign the pipes too. I like the sequence though. It's like it's kind of cool. Getting the right behind it. It turned into like cool runnings. Yeah. Oh, I see the icicles because remember the pipes are frozen. There goes one. Going on the sliding down pipes. You think that's got wheels on them? I don't know. Oh, he's sticking the pipe in the the wrench. Whoop. Oh. <laughs> you slide on top. I forgot about that part. <laughs> they look like, um... That's the mannequins right there. Uh, uh. People with bills. <laughs> Another guy falls on the bike. What's with the, these guys falling on bikes, dude? That's like that's the second guy now. 
Right into the snow window. All the different like stompers. Dude, you got there fast. Sir, your pizza's here. <laughs> <laughs> your pizza's here. Oh, yeah, I, forgot, I forgot. He ordered a pizza, guys. Birdies, guys. Birdies. That's a long-ass delivery. <laughs> oh, look at the bullet bill. See how you put it in the cartridge? Yeah. So that's what powered the... The bullet bills uh, powered the rocket boots. So they didn't have the cartridge, I guess. I just guess they gotta refill it every single. So, like a CO2 tank. Mm -hmm. See, oh, oh, okay. uh, frogs. <laughs> yeah, you can tell it's an old warehouse. But see how it's in a little like storage, like a drum thing. Yeah. That's a huge ass warehouse. Oh yeah, because Luigi has all the stuff. Especially if they're able to like. Just like that. Mm. Some good prop, like set work. Yeah, because that's what they said. They said they filmed a, a big ass warehouse. Yeah, they said they filmed it in a warehouse like in North Carolina. They said. Like all the separate rooms and shit, probably just offices. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like the store. Yeah, like the neons. Okay, so you got to give credit to like the, the visual effects art people, you know, the you crew that worked on it. God, this. Just to convert the warehouse into like a city esque type of thing. Oh, oh shit. shit. It's my electricity duty all runs on there. Well, it doesn't make <laughs> Oh, she's got the. She's still got the rock? Remember, it fell off his hand. But look at Mario trying to pretend that's like the. Here we go, get a little fight between Koopa and Mario. Look <laughs> at her hair. I don't know where she's from, because I know I've seen her somewhere before, too. Yeah. For Mario Works as well. Fiona Shaw was the actress who played Lena. Let me see where her film credits were. Oh, she was in Harry Potter. She's got 76 cre acting credit credits, man. Wow. She's doing Fleabag. That one show you were mentioning mm -hmm. in the last episode. She is? Yeah. Yeah, she was in different things. Yeah, she plays as an aunt. And she yeah, Aunt Petunia in Harry Potter. That's what she plays. But she has a lot of credits to her name. Don't do it, Lena. She's gonna merge with the mansions. Dude, there's like seven of y'all. You can't just all tackle her. <laughs> see, let me pull up the. Yeah, see, this is the, the guy we're talking about, the cop guy. You see? The sensitive one. That's how he looks like. It's got a bomb. Oh yeah, the bomb. There you go, little dude. The bomb. Yep. That's where you got the little ref bomb. Represent the little bomb thing. The one thing. 
No, because you had the bullet bills were the ones where no, you had the bullet bills and then you had the store names, but you had the North store name. The bullet bills were the cartridges and the stuff. Actually, what I'm saying that was pretty cool. But look at it. It's like a little, you got a little face and everything. That was a good practical thing. The sparkler wick. Trust the fungus, dude. Ruffle head. I think under his feet said Reebok or something. Under the, the Bond's feet, it yeah. said Reebok. So there's a little product placement in there. I think you'll see them in a little bit of movie. So now all the girls are going back. Tell them about the vision. Like, they're all gonna think those girls are crazy. Yeah. But they're probably gonna be shocked because those were the missing girls. So much power. Boom. Oh, shoot. Oh, man. She's and then supposedly, what Cinemasker brought up when I was watching their review of it, of this film, they said that that skeleton thing, that little piece of it, it's actually in a bar. It actually had a bar. I think in North Carolina, I think. Because that's where they filmed the movie, in the warehouse there. And they, they said it's at a bar, like that whole that skeleton thing of Lena. Oh, they're going to try to get it out of the... What? The gun. <laughs> oh yeah, because they're merging to the... Our oh, roommate's cat's kind of like an appearance right now. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> We're gonna laugh at it. They're disappearing. This is partially the merging dimensions are merging into one. <laughs> oh, it's like a. Get the thing out, the corkscrew. Oh, see how the conversion. The oh, look at Scapelli. It's so oh, it's so a random name. It's like something like the. Mario? <laughs> it's just screams Max Headroom. Ah, he devolved Scapelli into a little monkey. A little monkey. Oh, yeah, that one's me. Monkey. monkey. <laughs> the ring in It's probably the same monkey as the one from like the Ed movie or not. No, like the, 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 the all the animals are working in the city, those are like train train ones. Oh no, there's your Mario and a monkey. Oh, cool. It's a sweet mushroom. Okay, so I got it out. So now I gotta go back. Whoa, crazy green screen. NYU, they're the. She's doing it for NYU. The excavating. 
<laughs> no, that shit. They never say what school she's going for. The bomb is still walking. I got like the whole running gag. It's still moving. I'm like, that thing's got like a long few. Look at this guy. He's just... Oh, God. This guy has brakes. Yeah, but it's like a lit sparkler under a car. He's one of us. It's See how the guns are like the super scopes for the Super Nintendo? Mm-hmm. He's a friend. Toad. Uh-oh. But look at this, this thing just sticks to the walls. Look at this, how it's like walking, it's like... Right. Like walking like nothing. Oh, the song. Yeah. <laughs> the Goombas are dancing. Oh, big Bertha. Bertha. Oh, he's so mean, dude. Just hey, there's Python Pizza <laughs> in the background. You see the poster, too? Look at that Koopa. <laughs> there's a donut. Chippy Donuts. There goes his poster. Is it a kiss and a baby? Kiss and a baby, yeah. Uh, I think it's the part that says Reebok. Oh, see so yeah, how they're using the Devo guns? I don't know. It makes them look weird, so. Because it's devolving them into, like, uh, the T-Rex, because remember, that's how you... Oh, the T-Rex. Yeah. There it is, Reebok. Hey, little Reebok. Hey, little Reebok. Uh-oh. Boom. Oh yeah, he turns to like a... It's form. Yeah, but it made no even words. Fucking scary. Like his body can't take it anymore. So it keeps like evolving and then it just turns into the gross the slime. Yeah, but he's not like boom. Turns into ooh, like slime. Yeah, primordial slime. Because remember you said like primordial slime? Yeah. Yeah, everyone's cheering now. But it's used, and that's what they're using the same slime. They're all Super Mario and Turtles are in the same universe. <laughs> oh, I guess he's got the. The Rocky boots. <laughs> the fingers like the victory to the peace sign. <laughs> Yay, we saved the Mushroom Kingdom! Like everyone saw bring now. Yeah, let's paint over these signs now. Like Koopa's dead. Yeah, look, the Koopas are dancing. Koopas are happy now. They can dance. Well, and supposedly this guy's like a famous actor who plays the king. Apparently, he was like in films. Lance Henriksen was his name. 
Yeah, I just won't be able to say thank you. Cool. We're just gonna leave. Just for that one scene, they got to do that. For that one, one scene, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. That they must have paid him a shit ton of money too. Oh yeah, she's in the open. So cool. Oh, the effect. I can't. She's gotta no, stay. No, you gotta stay. No, don't leave, Luigi. Stay there, Luigi. love her dog so he wants to stay there. Just stay with her dog. What else are you just plumbing? You can plumb there and then you don't plumb to get. They just said it hasn't served any service service. That is kinda true. He would have had a booming career. He he would have been the best plumber in town. Like I said, the, the directors for the film just wanted to make it like a prequel. It's there like it pretty much brand recognition. <laughs> He's popular. They saved the kingdom. But a pipe. Like I said, this was intentionally so really almost like a prequel-esque type thing. Man. Yoshi. Yoshi. How's it going? Hey, hey, he waves. Hey, hey. His ass waves, too. Hey, he's just staying. <laughs> yeah. He could have stayed, bro. He could have stayed. Even Yoshi's waving at him. He's oh yeah, smart. Toad. Oh yeah, Toad. Bye. <laughs> okay, Toad. Hopefully he gets turned back, probably. Oh, there he. Always remember he was watching that program. Alternate world. Yeah. Three weeks later. He said, dude, don't leave him alone. It's not easy enough that his girlfriend's trapped him in another The story dimension. of the Mario Brothers? Why, your girlfriend's right Oh, yeah, there. see, look at this. This is when they get called the Super Mario. Fucking pasta. Scapelli. The Super Mario Brothers. I tell you, that's their drinking thing. That's what they said. Oh, I see. Look, supposedly this was supposed to set up like a sequel. I just remember he never believed. Man, you know what? It would have been good. I would have watched the sequel. Yeah, but apparently, like I said, this opened up like before uh, two weeks before Jurassic Park, and you saw how Jurassic Park went. It kind of like over. Well, then it was a way better. I mean, based on let me look at the reviews. Jurassic Park's a way better movie than this. It's why. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, like I said, as a kid, you know, like I said, I was eight years old when this film came out. So it's like. <laughs> like but look at it now. It's like okay, they, they try to do something. It, like they try to do something. That movie's way better. But they try to make you know. With the source material they had. And Cause I can't make a good movie. Okay, look at this. This is what Johnny was said. Why did they end the movie with the Mario song? 
and they're playing this weird song by Roxette. Like, what? Why don't they play on Mario stuff? Like, why didn't they use that for? Look at this. Well, now we got the crest one guys on. Um, look at this. It says here in the in the, I got the trivia pulled up from like IMDb. It says here in the 2007 autobiography, John states that he and Bob Hoskins hated working on the film, were frequently get drunk to make it through the experience. Both men apparently knew the movie would turn out bad, so they simply tried to make the best of it. Sure he also did. said that one of the felt one of the biggest reasons the movies turned out the way it did because the directors wanted to make it a more adult movie, while the studio, considering the source material, was looking for a children's film. Mm-hmm. And here we go. During a chase scene, Bob Hoskins broke his finger. When the van's door slammed on his hand. For the rest of the film, Hoskins was wearing a cast that was painted pink to look like a hand. Nearly in a half an hour footage was cut to give the movie a proper running time. The reasons include an extended sequence of Koopa chasing Daisy's mother, New York, which featured gazing look, admiring the buildings, which later inspired him to, to his warp construction projects in Dino Hatton. See, that's why it looked like, you know, man. There's an alternate scene of Mario. See, these are the scenes that never made a cut and it's not in the releases. This is an alternate scene of Mario Luigi eating. Daisy enters the cafe, uses the payphone side, slipping on a wet floor as she leaves. Luigi catches her, and the movie continues that way. And apparently, then Mario Luigi accidentally actually confronting the Scapelli brothers, Mike and Doug, in the Riverfront Cafe. They threaten the cafe's owner, Pascal, by invoking their boss's name. Pascal takes Mario aside and offers him and Luigi a free lunch and make it up to them, which leads to the alternate scene that I described earlier. There's another one saying Mario Luigi getting ready for their own, for their dinner date, during which Luigi expresses embarrassment at being a plumber. Mario chastises him and tells him that he has no family pride. Apparently there's also an extended sequence in the devolution chamber during which one of the Devo technicians is involved with slime. A puddle can be still seen on the floor in the final film. See, that's what the, that, that one scene. Um, Iggy and Spike get drunk at the Boomer Bar and rap when Lena cites later to Koopa as them preaching your overthrow. And here's like the little trivia that they got pulled up here. Like people actually took time to get this trivia. Says here, although Bob Hoskins said that this was the first film he ever made, his son Jack Hoskins is a fan of the film praising his dad's performance. He said that he was too young to understand the poor views, and now that he's old enough, he doesn't care. He quoted on the film's fan website, smbarchive.com, that if anyone's reading this, please understand there's no one's at that no one's intention to ruin the classics. One last thing, if you remember your past enjoyments, they would definitely keep your childhood memories alive and safely lock it in your head forever. Yes, here you go, the super scope. After a film bombed at the box office, this is what happened with Nintendo. It says Nintendo never produced any more live-action theatrical films based on their video game franchises. A Metroid film was put in development, but never went past its pre-production. Nintendo would not make a movie of one of its franchises in 2019 in which the Detective Pikachu game the movie came out. That was, And then they announced that deal with uh, Illumination that's coming out later mm-hmm. next year. When they're going to do an animated Mario film with Illumination. So like I said, basically Detective Pikachu was the first... Live action Nintendo licensed movie. It says there, there's an early. Okay, here's. Because remember how this movie had different rewrites? Except for this one, it said that an early draft of the script shows that Bowser only desires himself as a human in his first two scenes. The princess character was named Hildy, and Bowser wanted to marry her in an attempt to obtain a crown of invincibility with which to take over the Mushroom Kingdom. Actual game enemies such as Piranha Plants and Flops make appearances. Toad accompanies the Mario Bros. throughout the journey as a main character. A baby dinosaur named Junior thinks Mario is his mother, and Luigi gets a raccoon pie at one point. One of Bowser's lackeys and protect for Kamek tells Mario your princess is in our castle. Mario and Luigi sing a song for Bowser. Bowser ends up falling into a pit of lava, and the words, this draft is much more faithful to the games. So that was like the first draft, apparently. This is what Dennis Hopper said about this film. Oh, here we go. This is the alternative scene. We had a Vista picture, see? But look at Let's go to scene. So we'll see two Japanese executives. Based on your mini adventures. 
You got the Iggy Cousins, the Spike, uh, Koopa Cousins. <laughs> like being approached by two Japanese actors like video games. <laughs> a little post credit scene, guys. Well, like I said, that's the Mario Brothers movie, guys. Um, that's our commentary for it. So if you just finished the film right now, like we did, um, going back to like the trivia here, here's what um, Dennis Hopper said. Um, he described the film production as a nightmare. Where honestly, the movie it was a husband and wife directing team who were both control freaks and wouldn't talk before they made decisions. Anyway, I was supposed to go down there for five weeks. And I was there for seventeen. It was so over budget. Yeah. Dennis Hopper explained why he did the film. I made the picture called Super Mario Bros. And my six-year-old son at the time, he's 18 now, said, Dad, I think you'd probably be a pre- you're probably a pretty good actor, but why did you play that terrible guy, Kate Koopa, in Super Mario Bros.? And he said, well, Henry, I did that so you can have shoes. And he said, Dad, I don't need shoes that badly. I mean... I mean, look, it's all kind of like... I guess he did like a little thing afterwards saying, um... He's saying that pretty much, you know, it did it for the fan side. Saying he, it was one thing he enjoyed working with Bob Hoskins, but it's like I said, if, if the they would have stuck to the original draft, it could have been better. And like he said, even he and Bob Hoskins agreed it should be more made for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it says here, here's, here's a quote from Shigeru Miyamoto when we talk about the film. He said, in the end, it was a very fun project. They put a lot of effort to The one thing I still have some regrets about that the movie may have tried to get a little too close with the Marvel's video games were in that sense it became a movie up. That was a Bob video game rather than being an entertaining movie in it and all of itself. Hmm. So. Apparently, like I said, uh, Rick, oh, here's one of the directors, you know, like I said, it was a husband and wife team. So let's hear Rick Rocky Moore reflect on the movie in 2016 saying it is a heroin experience. He explained that he, Annabelle Janko, along with the rest of the cast, agreed to make the movie based on the script originally written by Dick Clement and Ian LaFrance. Which focused on Mario Luigi's complicated but loving family dynamic they had developed in the absence of their parents. However, just a few weeks before shooting was to begin, the studio financing the film then managed significant rewrites to make it feel more childlike and comedic. The final result, according to Mario, was a script that was not at all like the script that he, Janko, and the cast assigned on the film. That the tone of the new script was not all compatible with the sets, which had already been built. Morton also reflected that he felt very uneasy of being put in a position having to defend the new script. In addition, working with Dennis Hopper was really, was really, really hard. I don't think Dennis Hopper had a clue what was going on. Despite describing the overall experience as humiliating, Morton is proud of the film considering the chaos created as a result of the late and unexpected super rewrites. Mm-hmm. So, uh, overall, dude, what do you think of this film? Just re-watching it again. Because, like I said... The same I thought it was in the beginning. It was... It could have been a lot of things, but it wasn't, and it's just a weird movie, there's no, there's no weird, there's not really much of cohesion, it's kind of just plays, it's like, them escaping, and then going back, and then going back to the tower, so they never really leave, like, once you go into that dimension, you never really leave it anymore, Brooklyn just becomes, it, it, it's just all over the place, it doesn't make that much sense, um, the Mario Brothers things seem hand in because they had to do it, but it was just like it, it's a clearly when you see it, it's clearly uh, a battle between the creative execution of this thing and what actually was put on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like they, the writer, it was like the writers against the director, the directing team, yeah. So it's just kind of like we're gonna make this together, and then when you, when you go to the writing team, it doesn't make sense either. So they're both. They were both working out against one another. It was just a bunch of one-ups. Literally from a Mario movie. Just a bunch of one-ups. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the worst thing. I don't. I think it gets hammed in as being a terrible movie, and it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It just doesn't make any sense. What, given the subject matter, it, it's probably one of the worst video game movies. But then there's also Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which I think I I could watch this a lot faster than I can watch Annihilation. And those graphics are way different than these. And it was ahead of time, at that time, but they're terrible. But these, the, I don't think I like about this movie is the practicality of it. The effects and whatnot, they weren't too bad. Um, I, it just felt like watching a longer version of Max Headroom. Because mm-hmm. of all the effects are there, they're very similar in both things. Both pieces of media, and Max Headroom was like that too. Very strange, nobody knew what it was. And if I was like... And if I was some kid who didn't have a Nintendo, I never played Super Mario Brothers, but I got dragged by my friend to go see this because his mom invited us to go watch go to the movies. And so if I went to go see this, I will be like, "This is based on a video game," and the kid and like I'm shooting your friend as like a big fan of Mario. I was like, "Yeah, you're gonna want, you're gonna love it." Hopefully they'll put Yoshi and shit and. You're I just, mean, they just like, oh look, this is the dinosaur. This is, has to be Yoshi, and they'll say the little names. Like I, as a casual viewer watching it, I would just be lost. I'd be like, what the fuck did I just watch? So if it would be like watching a Saturday morning cartoon run, and then they show some weird shit after, and then you're like, all right, cartoon time is done. Now I'm gonna go outside. Yeah. Like, and this is just a movie on that. Like it's just a bunch of hodgepodge. It's like what you don't. It's like. I don't know, it's fucking weird. It's not bad, though. Like, it's not... For what... For getting so critically reviewed, it's not the worst... After you, you watch it, it's not the worst thing. Yeah. It's just, like... I don't understand. It's just funny to see these two, like... Well, prolific actors of, of now... Like, especially those times, to see them... Um, to see them in something like this, and then to learn from behind the scenes. Like, I think the behind-the-scenes shit went down... Like, a documentary about the behind-the-scenes stuff of what went down in the film making this movie would be more interesting I than I mean, this there's movie. been a lot of, like, reviews online. If you go to right. YouTube now, there's been Jesus so many reviews, Christ. and um, there's a lot behind-the-scenes stuff. And, of course, there's, like, interviews later on, you know, years after this film. Like, like I said, it was, you know, Nintendo at that time, you know, it, was, it, it wasn't it was just this film itself that Nintendo decided to stop licensing. Because, but two, they also licensed uh, Mario and The Legend of Zelda to, um, to the CDI. When they made those um, crappy uh, CDI games. And that was Nintendo's wake-up call saying, you know what, we're not going to license our stuff or things anymore. And that's when they stopped, you know. We didn't see any things licensed by Nintendo. So eventually Nintendo decided, you know, years later, hey, let's start doing mobile games. Because Nintendo just wanted to keep everything within the family. And now, you know, now when they saw how good Detective Pikachu did really get overseas and here, they said, you know what, let's... Bring Mario back, but they decided let's do let's go at the you know Ooh. the family friendly route and pretty much um let's reach out to different studios. That's when they went to different film studios and I guess um Illuminations turn was to do their pitch and I guess Shigeru Miyamoto, the co the co creator Mario, decided you know he really liked their pitch, so that's why they decided you know what this studio is gonna pretty much um do our film. And think about it, Illumination does have a lot of success, you know Secret Life of Pets, the Minions, you know. They had those films under their belt, and they felt, you know, they would be the best to... Because the whole thing is to dead check the family market, basically. So, watching this again, as opposed to when I watched it as a kid, I I still enjoy... I enjoyed the film. I mean, 
for what it's worth, they tried. Because I like as a kid, I was used to like the Mario Bros. Super Show. We had like um, Danny Wells and uh, Captain Lou Bound being the Mario, but you always saw them in the live action segments. I was more into the cartoon of it. But it's like, yeah, it's kind of hard to translate a video game concept into a movie. In which, like I said, me, uh, me and you want to, we're going to do a separate episode after this to discuss, you know, other video game films. And, you know, the idea is going to that. You know, Hollywood trying their best to adapt, like, other works. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed this little commentary and watch along of Super Mario Brothers. Um, like I said, I am, if you got your hands on the DVD, great. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And been lucky to get a copy of it. Um, not just download it not, Right now, it's not available on any streaming service. So if you're lucky to find it on a third-party site. Or on YouTube sometimes. But I will say, look at the reviews. Um, look at the other reviews. And there's a lot of videos on the Super Mario Brothers. Um, of course, there's the sequel comic. I think it's on smbaarchive.com. Is the sequel comic to the Mario Brothers movie. That actually is right, like co-written by the, the screenwriter. The final screenwriter for the script. So, um, check that out. Um, like I said, the next episode will be focused on other video game movies. Um, you can check out past episodes of the uh, Talking Pop, the franchise, and Vico on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you can go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Talking Pop, the franchise, and Vico. You'll look up on us on there. Um, we got a Teespring store. If you want to get merch, we got merch. We got t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, if you want to keep warm right now because it's pretty much cold out here um you go to teespring.com slash store slash talking dash pop right now i got a promotion going on you get using the the code word talk pop you get five bucks off your order it's an ongoing promotion i'm not going to take that off so try to get see you guys some money and that's kind of cool to support our podcast um other than that you know that's all i got for you guys today anything that Biko? before we go um no just Look out for the next episode so we can talk about other terrible video game movies that are made. Um, because there's been plenty along the for the past, I want to say twenty years. This this movie there been some good ones too. Launched it so like, I but there's been some good ones and though. We're looking to see. There's been some decent ones. Wreck and Ralph kind of plays a tribute to it. That's not a video game though. That's just they. It's just parodying. It's parodying video games. And they just take care... It's fan service. Like, I, I record also a fun movie, but I don't consider it a video game movie because it's not... It's... It's not necessarily a... I, I don't know. It, it's a video... It's, it's a movie about video... About a video game world. But I don't know about if it's a video game... If it's a movie based on a video game particularly. No, like I think it was just a characters. fan service. I think it was just a fan service. It was like... It's like what Frozen is to... Or it's like what Disney does with fairy tales. It's not original. It's just what it's original how and how they execute their their uh, what's the word I'm looking for interpretation. Mm-hmm. And that's just like inter it, it, it or it's like what Ready Player One tries to do. But Ready Player One was more like a pop culture esque type. Film. Yeah, but that 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 does a great job in representing what the book does. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's not. And when you read the book, it. It's kind of like I, I got through. Well, we did a review on that film. Of the book. Yeah, and I got through most of the book. It's just like I just feel weird about it because I'm just like after I read the book and then watching the movie and then like I'm not a big fan of the book either way. The movie was cool to look at, but like, and I, I and I like seeing the one girl that comes out from in the 
In Master None, she plays what's her name? Uh, the 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 wreck the the big guy, the mechanic guy, the guy with the, the place in that movie. But nonetheless, like yeah, it's all right. But like I I think I'd watch that one. I think I'd watch this over Ready. Eh, I don't know Ready Player Ones. It was cool to see the big battle scenes, but it's like it does that one and Wreck-It Ralph do the same thing. They just get little. Oh, you remember this? Let's put it in there. Oh, you I know you remember this. Let's put it in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, don't forget about this part. Throw it in there. Like, okay. Fan service. It's fan service. It's not a movie. All right. All right, guys. Um, we're going to wrap that up for today. And the, like I said, next episode, next week, we'll be pretty much focused on other video game films. I'm talking shit about them. <laughs> talking shit about them. So, overall, like I said, check it out if you get a chance for Mario Bros. the movie. Um, that's all I got. Um, as always... Geek on and take care.